Welcome to House of Hoops, episode 29. It's Monday, August 31st, 2020. I'm Jeff Hausman coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. Thank you for listening. In studio today is my buddy Laddie, host of Laddie Lucky and Hope in the Morning on Q107.5. Hey, Bo, you know why he's playing this music? Because I'm in studio. Yeah, <laughs> return to the Mac. <laughs> All yeah. right. Also, uh, <laughs> Bo is on the phone. Bo? Hey, guys. It's great to be back. Let's, let's have a good show today. All right, man. Glad to have you back. He sounds good, too. I like that. Yeah, yeah. He's got some energy today. You can reach us on Twitter at House of Hoops. That's H-A-U-S of Hoops. We're also on Instagram at House of Hoops Podcast. You can call us 901-300-6575. Those are ways to get in touch if you want to. Let's have some fun. Let's talk some hoops. Yeah, return to the Mac, mother suckers. <laughs> uh, let's start with Laddie. Laddie was here last week. How you been this week? Fantastic. Yeah, kind of run around. Uh, yeah, I saw you earlier. I went and uh, did some thrift shopping this weekend, and I found some Grateful Dead. Some that's my favorite band. I found some tapes, like tapes, cassette tapes, cassette tapes. Yeah, for all the youngsters that don't know what that shit is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a cassette tape. Anyways, it's really cool because you just don't find stuff like that. You know, and they're one of those kind of iconic bands to where people hold on to their stuff. Mm-hmm. But so just sitting there chilling. And then the dude was like, well, I'll tell you what. I give you 50 cents for all of them. There's, or excuse me, for each one. There's three of them. So he's like, all right, cool. He goes, hey, pick out another one for even two bucks. And I got the uh, Forrest Gump soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good soundtrack. Yeah, I guess. 
A lot of like seventies music on there, right? Yeah, but I dig that. That's 60s, like 70s. yeah, that's like my era. I love that. But mm-hmm. anyways, it was really cool. So it was really neat. Hell yeah! Even better. One of my coworkers, I posted a picture of all of it on Facebook. One of my coworkers' mom gave her a cassette tape of the Grateful Dead to give to me. Okay. So when I was at work today, she goes, "Hey, mom, here, my mom got you something." And I was like, "All right, lit, boom." It's a cassette. I'm like, wow, that's it's pretty impressive. So do you have already have all of these cassette tapes on like vinyl and CD or no, just- actually here's what's funny. I have a lot of Grateful Dead on vinyl. Every single one of these is not the ones I don't have. Huh, interesting. Yeah, it was it was really cool. So well, I would be more in, excited, but I'm not a fan of Grateful Dead. <laughs> right, right. If you, if, <laughs> well, you suck. So there we go. Look at that. Nah, I just never got into it. Right, it's not your thing. Nah. Bo, hey. 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 Welcome back, man. Hey, I'm I'm glad to be back. Thanks for having me back. Thanks for not firing me. <laughs> You've been replaced. Not fired. <laughs> <laughs> replaced. <laughs> what uh how was your week? It's been good. We had a good trip uh to up to Grand Marais, Minnesota on Lake Superior. That was fun. All right. Did you rent a boat? What happened? No, I'm not going to take a boat on Lake Superior. I'm not that experienced of a, <laughs> a boatsman. All right. The lake is huge. I've never been to one of the Great Lakes. You should go. Actually, it's if you're going to... I presume you've been down to Destin or the, the <laughs> Redneck Riviera. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So if you drive from Memphis to Destin, it's the same distance from driving from Memphis to Lake Michigan. When I think of Michigan, I don't really think of like Coronas in the beach. Um, but Western Michigan, like just up from Chicago, all the way up on that that west shore, is all sand. And uh, when you get really far up north, all the water's blue. It's it's amazing. Really? Yeah, it's so it's so cool. You should go there. You should go there and not go to Florida. Uh, yeah, I I definitely want to go up there. I've never been especially there. in the summertime when it's a hundred and thousand degrees in florida and up up in michigan it's not it can get hot but it's not that hot right you know i got a sister that goes up to michigan all the time to camp near the water like that what is it uh up at near muskegon yeah that's where i used to live in muskegon yeah they go up there about once a year and do some camping probably in north muskegon state park on the lake yeah on the lake they love it they love it i guess her husband Used to do it when he was younger all the time. Yeah, and like I said, it's the same distance as going to Destin from Memphis, which is crazy. Word. Yeah, I'd rather go there instead. I don't know. I don't think of pina coladas and margaritas when I think of Michigan. I do, uh, for some reason, when I think of well, Florida. I, I, you know? I, this is going to come as a surprise to you, but there's a, there are liquor stores in Michigan. <laughs> oh, there we go. I'm moving. All right. Hi. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been on a vacation in fucking years. Yeah, I wouldn't know what they have anywhere. I don't know what's going on. I agree to that. (laughs) I don't really know anything about what I did this week. All I did was work. Yeah, what did you do this week? Shit, man. I can't even tell you. What did I do? I started watching Hard Knocks. Ooh. That's been good. It's been interesting. A lot of those people, it's been interesting watching Hard Knocks and watching those big, burly football players scared as shit to take COVID tests. Yeah. (laughs) Like, totally pussing out. (laughs) The other interesting thing that I took away from it was 
how uncomfortable now they started filming what like three four four weeks ago or something i don't know but everybody looked really uncomfortable and super unused to wearing masks like they didn't even really understand the rules or mm -hmm. anything and that was kind of shocking to me but uh over overall the show is pretty good i always like those hard knocks they're made really well this year they're doing it on both of the la teams the chargers and the rams uh, i mean it's kind of cool it shows all the work they're putting in to follow guidelines, social distancing, and whatnot, testing. So it's, it's cool insight. I always like those behind-the-scenes type shows, and that's exactly what that is. And it's well, really well-made. But uh, aside from watching that, and like I fell asleep watching the new Bill and Ted movie. What did you think about that? I don't really know. I fell asleep. But <laughs> it was funny. They got a, a lot of really good uh, cast members. Looks like a bunch of people wanted to get on board with that movie, looks like. So I'll, I'll probably, I'll try to watch it again or finish it or whatever this week, but I don't know yet. I went to the movies, I saw the new Mutants, whatever, yes. and I'll tell you, this is really cool. The experience was awesome. Like, I was literally the only person, it will be my girlfriend, the only people in the theater, number one. You get the tickets online, they have the social distancing. It was awesome. It was a great experience. Look at you crone over there. But, yeah, it was really cool. So, if people want to go out to the movie theaters, I think they're doing all right. Yeah. I mean, you got to sit there. You got to wear your mask, I assume. Yeah, you got to wear your mask. But, like, everything's pretty much, they get your, your stuff for you. I don't know if it's popcorn, but, like, I had Twizzlers. So. But it was just a real cool, I don't know if the, mo the movie was really good, but I think just the experience was awesome. I felt normal. Yeah. So, this is the first weekend they were open. I had to go check it out. All right. Laddie be going to the movies. Yeah. A little bit of sad news today. I kind of want to start off with uh, John Thompson passed away yesterday. We all know him as the historic coach of Georgetown. Won a couple championships with Boston. You got to love this guy. I mean, he coached some of the greats. Iverson, Patrick Ewing, Alonzo Mourning. Uh, hell of a career. Hell of a man from what I understand. You know, I don't know him personally, but all the stories I'm hearing on ESPN or whatever, just everybody holds him in high regard and you know it's it's been a tough week you know with Clifford Robertson died there's been some bad news this week but we're here to have fun essentially but I do want to kind of talk about the things that went down this week even though they're not like the most fun things to talk about in the world yeah no joke well I still want to talk about it true story when Clifford Robinson when he came into the NBA it was a big deal it was a huge deal yeah. I was at the first game where he played the Rockets. Huh. I was at that game. And I remember because that's when I was, like, really kind of, like, getting into sports. Like, I, I'd been playing sports, you know, but, like, getting into sports and, like, right. watching them every single day and all that kind of stuff and, like, knowing things. Right. And his the, the thing was this freaking headband. Yeah. Like, that was that was the big thing for him. And it was good. I watched him. He got destroyed by Hakeem Olajuwon, which is fantastic, but... <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Hakeem Olajuwon, yeah. Hakeem Olajuwon kicked his ass. He kicked a lot of asses. He was awesome. Hakeem was the best. But um, it's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to sit here and dwell on one thing for too long. We, we did a three-hour show last week. I'd like to keep <laughs> this below that this week. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was madness. Let's start off with uh, some news stuff. The NBA announced the... Defensive Player of the Year award was went to Giannis Antetokounmpo. 
this year. Nick Nurse won Coach of the Year. Those didn't really come as too much of a surprise. We kind of picked around those in a previous episode. Mm -hmm. That was kind of the consensus we came to. Well, who was it? Bo, remind me. Was it Anthony Davis or Giannis that we kind of came down to? Mm -hmm. I said Giannis. I'm trying to remember. I think it was Anthony Davis and, and Giannis. Yeah, that was pretty much who we thought Probably. it would be. Yeah. One or the other. Nick Nurse, no surprise. Did a great job this year in Toronto. The Pacers fired Nick, Nate McMillan. Yep. Which doesn't really come as a surprise. Every team that got swept in the first round, I think, has fired their coach. You think it's kind of suspect that they're getting firing now because, I mean, we're in a pandemic and you think you'd maybe give them a little bit of uh That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. I thought they would give guys more leeway this year, especially considering they how many coaches do you want to pay going into next season. Right. But business is business, I guess. It probably wasn't just one thing that set it off. It was probably a numerous things that built up, mm -hmm. and this was kind of like it, like the last straw, I would assume. I don't know. Is Nate, is Nate McMillan the problem in Indiana? What do you think, Bo? You know, I haven't watched a whole lot of the Pacers. Some of the stuff I read from Pacers fans, and they they felt like he didn't. He was really good defensively, but his his offensive stuff was left a lot to be desired. And the Oladipo thing that's uh, tough because he's he's coming off a major surgery and injury. Sometimes you know we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Also, um, so you just shuffle the deck until until you rebuild, I guess, and that's what they're doing. Mm -hmm. A rebuild? Yeah. I don't. I don't, think, I don't think Nate McMillan moved the needle one way or the other. I think he's a good coach. You know, maybe next year they feel like they can find who's out who there. Who knows who they're? Yeah, but I, I mean, there's the the, the nor usual suspects. Like maybe Dave Yeager would be a good, good heard, coach there. I heard Steve Van Gundy is available. <laughs> Steve Van Gundy. Steve Van Gundy has always been available. <laughs> <laughs> Just gotta figure out who he is <laughs> where is this guy <laughs> we should check facebook <laughs> i don't know if they overhaul that roster too much in indiana or if they can just bring in another coach i don't know if there's a lot of work to do like how much better can they get are they going to be f signing free agents i don't know i don't hate their roster i like miles turner and then they got the what's the other boy's name sabonis they got tj warren yeah they got sabonis they have a decent squad. They got TJ McConnell. He's a good player. He's a great backup point guard. I mean, he's just a backup. Yeah. I mean, the Grizzlies in their heyday could have used TJ McConnell as their backup point guard, for, yeah. for, for example. No doubt. When he was in Philly, I always liked watching him play when they would come to Memphis. He's just a scrappy, scrappy dude. Well, the Pacers, they, they did get swept, so that doesn't sit well with... So when you get swept in the playoffs, maybe it's, it's a way to sell the fan base and ownership makes themselves feel better. Like, okay, well, we're going to change this up. That was, we did okay, but mm -hmm. we could have, we could have done better. And then Brogdon shit. Brogdon's great. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So they, maybe they felt like they could have won, should have won a couple games. Right. Well, nobody I've talked to picked a sweep there. Hell, Laddie thought Andy was going to win this series. I thought they were going to win this. Well, series. that was the TJ Warren recency bias. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I just thought they were a good team, you know? I didn't hey, think they're going to walk in there. Paper they are. Yeah. I guess, uh, yeah. We'll see what they do with the new coach. Give them a couple years. Let's see. Tuesday, I watched um, Utah-Denver game five. Denver won that game. Utah was up 3-1. Hmm. 
mm-hmm. in that series. With eight minutes left in the game, Denver led 94-90. to 90, And that was that game where Donovan had that big slam on Michael Porter Jr. to yeah. tie it up. Yeah, he tied up the game. After that jam, it looked like Utah was going to win the series, like knock it out. Conley was hitting floaters. Conley looked great. He's getting to the hole, drawing fouls. But in the end, Denver was up five with two minutes left. Jamal Murray was balling out. He scored seven straight points. Nobody <laughs> else scored on the court except for Jamal Murray. Star, dude. Denver went on to win 117-107. to 107. That kid is a star. That was like the middle of Jamal Murray takeover in that series. Yeah. And that was that was it. That was shit I get off the pot, and this dude just rolled. Yeah. And then they go and they win game six, Denver. Was that last night? Yeah. Sunday night? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, you look at, like, the box score on these, and, I mean, across – it, it was this is the best series you might have ever seen. I mean, this is incredible. You're looking rebounds – 40 to 41 offensive 9 to 11 defensive 30 to 30 i mean assists 22 to 22 mm-hmm. you're you're across the board in everything the deal is is i thought that you know the jazz had the lead <laughs> they had a lead mm-hmm. you come back you're like shit blocks 4 to 7 4 to 3 okay so game 7 between denver and utah is going to be tuesday that's tomorrow. I think all three of us need to make an effort to watch that one. Mm-hmm. We'll kind of do that kind of like oh, we would. It's on ABC. Good deal. Let's do that one kind of like we would a pick game and watch that game seven, Denver, Utah. Houston OKC could possibly have a game seven. They're playing game six tonight. Mm-hmm. Houston's got it, though. Their possible game seven would be Wednesday. So we'll watch that one, too, if that happens. We want to watch game sevens. Let's. Well, I'm, I'm thinking we, like anytime there's a game seven, I think we absolutely need to watch it for sure. And we'll treat those kind of like our pick games. Game sevens are much must watches, so we can cover them a little bit. You know, you got that, Bo? Yeah. All right. Aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> All right. So that was Tuesday, and then Wednesday, and like I said, you know. I want to talk about things that happen in in respect to the NBA. Essentially, we're here to have fun. But on Wednesday, there was an issue concerning the death of Jacob Blake, who was shot by Wisconsin police. And the Bucks playing in Wisconsin, they made a decision in the wake of Jacob Blake's shooting to not leave the locker room for the start of game five against Orlando. It seems the Bucks felt this was a good opportunity to make a statement and try to create some changes about the excessive violence in America, especially concerning police officers and black men being killed. Violence in America is nothing new. It's probably not going anywhere anytime soon, but... People are killing each other, and as someone that lives in a very violent city, I can absolutely get on board with wanting to see all of the violence slow the fuck down nationwide. It affects everyone. I'm sure you guys feel the same way. I was happy 
that they decided to do something. The stoppage of play drew a lot of attention. I thought it was a good thing. Obviously, I mean, here at House of Hoops, we stand for equality. We support the players' decision to boycott games. So after the Bucks boycotted, and it was a surprise to everyone in the bubble, nobody knew it was going to happen. They didn't really have a plan. They just, I think they just kind of decided, look, we're not, like, we got to do something. And it's kind of crazy that the NBA players have this, like, weight on them while they're trying to do this crazy bubble tournament. I don't think it's their responsibility. I applaud them for taking a stand and stepping in. I think it's great. It's just so nuts that, like, the like the where's our government on this, you know? The policies on use of excessive force, it, it needs an overhaul. I mean, this guy, this guy, Jacob Blake, was shot in the back seven times. And I'm not sure if he was going to the car to get this alleged knife or whatever, but there's more than one way to handle that situation, and those cops, they did not look good on camera. Dude, there's no way it, he should have even been able to get over to right. that side of the car. Yeah. Like, they, they let him walk freely around the car and open up the door like, hello, you're detaining him on one end, and then you just kind of stop? Yeah, I mean, why was he just, why was he able to just turn his back? Right, you had hands officer? on him. If he, if, you, if he was that bad of doing something wrong, you should have taken him down right then and there. You know what I'm saying? Not not shoot the guy, but just taking him down right then and there. You just stop what you were doing and let him walk around the car. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. What's going on here? Use your brain, people. So there were two more games scheduled after the Bucks game, and it kind of immediately was started trickling in the news that the, none of the other teams were going to play. Everybody's sitting out. And then there were meetings that followed. Apparently, the Lakers and Clippers voted to boycott the season altogether and perhaps not continuing the season was more of a polling than a final vote. I think it was just kind of like there was a conversation that was had. Do you think they should have done that? I don't know what the right answer is. It's not really my call. Bo, what do you think? Do you think they should have done the whole season? No. Um, And I don't know if that was a bluff or not. But the content, like, if the, if Chris Paul gets another post game interview, or LeBron James gets six more post game interviews, and they are able to say a message at each each post game interview like that, that's going to get picked up, whether it's just by ESPN or just on Twitter. People are going to see it, even if it's not, you know, front and center where everybody gets their news. But people are going to see it, and it's going to make a difference. I think their platform's too big to give up. I think there's that that would really screw up the current collective bargaining agreement. There's too much money. and But I thought that they needed to say that so they have a little bit of leverage over the owners, who a lot of the, the NBA owners are old, older billionaire white guys that you know probably don't like Black Lives Matter on the court. Hmm. So I, you know, I think they needed to create some form, form of leverage, even if it was you know maybe not maybe their leverage wasn't as great as it looked. I'm in support of whatever the players want to do as long as they're doing it smart and they can make an impact. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if they didn't continue the season, 
You'd be looking at a lockout next year. You'd be looking at the CBA getting torn up and restructured, mm-hmm. and I believe would lead to less money in the players' pockets for next season. Well, right. Like a guy. I mean, like I mean, James Wiseman can probably go get a contract overseas or whatever. But you know, you don't you don't want to go down that road. You don't want to like le- let you know Anthony Edwards and James Wiseman, young black men that are scheduled to make millions of dollars like take that out of out of their hands the next generation of nba players and wealthy black black men you don't you don't you don't want to do that that's a good point i guess there was another meeting the next day things were kind of hashed out i believe the nba had some some people come in and speak with the players about what was going on and the potential ramifications of their actions if they chose not to play it's just so crazy that the NBA has to go through all this. The players have to go through all this to try to get a message across. It's like, where is our government? Why isn't, like, I haven't heard anything from any government officials. Really, maybe I'm not looking in the right places, but I just haven't heard much about it from anybody. Maybe I'm not looking for it intensely enough. Well, there was some some stuff in Wisconsin mm-hmm. that the, the Bucks were able to get through. They were, like, on a phone call with the... I don't know if it's attorney general or so. I mean, they're, you know, the Bucks were able to draw a line in the sand and make an impact in Wisconsin specifically. Yeah. Um, you know, and like a lot of the NBA arenas are going to open them up as polling places now. Oh. They're going to do register. I think from here on out, you're going to see NBA teams openly trying, you know, offering means for people to register to vote at games. I think you're going to start, once we get fans back, I think you're going to start seeing more stuff like that. That would be nice. That would be good. I think that's a step in the right direction mm-hmm. for sure. The Grizzlies do handouts for, you know, like Zach Randolph will buy, or even Rudy Gay, you know, buy 500 tickets and do handouts, and people can come and get the tickets directly from the player. Yeah, that's cool. You know, that would be a good example. Like, you know, bring your voter's registration card or sign up to vote or register to vote, and you get these free tickets. You know, teams will, there'll be incentives like that. Everything's moving in the right direction. You would hope so. How much more of this? I mean, every time every time something like this happens, I mean, there's going to be an outrage of some sort. Do you think that the other uh, sports are taken after the NBA? You think the the NBA- NFL d- definitely isn't going to. Yeah, with the NFL, I mean, they're just a little more tightly controlled. But like baseball, they had games during that day, and then when the Bucks decided not to do it, they canceled all the rest of the other sports for that day. So it seems like the NBA is kind of leading the charge when it comes to that. But, yeah, I think NFL is going to be a whole different story. You think they would stop or no? I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, they barely allow their players to take knees on the court. It's like a huge fiasco mm-hmm. or on the field. That's like a huge deal. So I don't – not playing games, I, that's hard to imagine. Mm-hmm. I don't know enough about the NFL to really speak on it. I've given this situation a lot of thought over the week, though. And uh, obviously there are things going on that I've never seen. But, I mean, I've been profiled just from being a young guy with a hat on backwards or something. I don't blame them. You should be profiled. (laughs) Have you seen you? I'm pretty sketchy looking. I know. You look suspect. I look suspect. But the issue that I've ran into, and I'm not trying to say that I've ever even been close – close to getting shot or anything like that. I'm not trying to exploit the situation or anything. I'm just kind of talking about it. It's the fact that you're fucking guilty until you prove you're not. 
And that's my interactions with police officers a lot of times. It's like, I'm already guilty. Like, my car's getting searched no matter what. Mm -hmm. And for what? Because I had, like, a my license plate was covered up a little bit with one of those little holder things. What Mm -hmm. do you call them? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, License plate holders. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I bought this from the Grizzlies. Like, I'm not allowed to use it in your state. Yeah, you told me that you got you're driving somewhere and got pulled over, right? You're driving to Houston, maybe. Yeah, I. Uh, That's right. I remember that story. I mean, I was I was raised to respect or fear police. I'm not really sure which one it is, but yeah, one time we were in I was in Oklahoma and I was uh, pulled over for literally no fucking reason. Yeah, my whole car ended up getting searched. And the, the cops w- were asking me, they're, they're saying, well, you seem nervous. Like, why do you seem nervous? And, I'm, and I'm, I'm thinking, I'm sitting in this passenger car next to this cop, and I'm thinking, who isn't nervous around cops? Right. Especially you guys. And you've got canines, and and you're, you're trying to intimidate me. I know what you're doing. And I don't fucking know you, and you're all up in my shit for no reason. Like, why wouldn't I be a little nervous? And it was just me, a young guy without a state tax. And those guys were just being dicks. Uh, throwing all my shit around. They trashed my fucking car. And I'm not saying it's the same thing as what happened to this poor guy, Jacob Blake, here. But it's it's kind of the same situation. You know, it's it's good government bullshit. It's, it's relatable. I think a lot of people feel that way. They, they either... I respect police officers, but... Sometimes it's just you respect them because you fear them. I mean, are those two different things, respect and fear? Two completely different things. Like, a lot of cops I get along with. I know a bunch of them, and I see them all the time. But some of these guys just come off differently. They want you to fear them. And it's not even about a respect thing, or they're not even, like, being nice at all it's just like a straight up intimidation game and it's mm-hmm. fucked up it shouldn't be that way why does it have to be it is man it is why does it have to be that way they need, to, they need to revamp the whole i think part the of the whole problem. thing just revamp the whole thing yeah, i think it's part of the problem i don't know it's there's a lot of things that need an overhaul absolutely well, but i mean but, but you know that's one of the things though as we progress in this world and progress in life i mean technology just through everything mathematics through just life everything's progressing well that's something that humanity's progressing you know what i'm saying mm. so you're gonna have to change things and you can't just say this is it and this is the way this book no hold on a second man move move past this let's move past this new new shit's come to light <laughs> was he saying that movie's like uh new shit's come to light so the big lebowski, uh, the big lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> so new shit's come to light so circumstances just have changed man yeah yeah <laughs> so shoot yeah well i don't want to you know spend the whole time talking about it but i think it's important to have these conversations and, and kind of get people thinking you know like we basketball did start back up and I mean, we're guilty of it. We went straight back to our old ways of just talking about hoops all the time. And that's inevitable. I mean, we're trying to have a good time here. Like who wants to sit around and talk about politics all the fucking time and all the horrible things that are going on in the world. Right. It's not necessarily what I want to do on my day off of work. It's just have these conversations like this, but 
once in a while, you know, when things happen, it's, it's good to open the communication. And I applaud the players in the league for allowing it to go on. I don't know. Like, Bo, do you have anything to say on the situation? Yeah, I do think there needs to be some sort of reform on training or, or you know, just the way police approach the citizens, the citizens basically. I mean, I can't imagine being a black guy and getting pulled over. I mean, you hear horror story after, are you, and now we're seeing horror story after horror story unfold in front of us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the protesting is justified. The, the, the riot and looting that took place in Kenosha, you know, that that's, that's not okay, but that's just part of, you know, some people are opportunists and that's just kind of comes with the territory, I guess, at this point. That's I do think effect. cops, mm-hmm. yeah, I do think cops should have more of a do no harm approach, which a lot of them don't have. Right, right. They're always on the defensive. Uh-huh. Now, granted, that's their job, but I agree. They want to wake up in the morning. I've had cops tell me that. I want to wake up in the morning. I got to take action. And it's like, Jesus, man, not everybody's out to get you. Like They assume that everybody's out to get them, and that's sometimes can be the problem. Well, I mean, if one percent of the time someone has a gun or a knife that, and they're or they're mentally ill and, and violent, I mean, you know, it's you it, it just it's a bad situation all around for for both parties. Right. We were skateboarding on a tennis court once. And I guess it was private property. Whatever. We shouldn't have been there. Fine. Well, this undercover cop who is in street clothes. I guess he lived in the apartment complex or something. He runs up on us. And uh, it's like telling us to all sit on the, he's being super aggressive with us. And he's like, everybody sit down, line up, give me all your IDs. And we're all like, dude, like you just flashed a a random badge at us. Like, can we wait till another cop gets here or something? And he's like, why do you need another officer here to obey what I'm telling you what to do? And we're like, dude, like all you did was flash a badge. Like anybody can get one of those. And he, and he's, his response is, well, that would be a felony if you had a badge. Impersonating a police officer is a felony. And I'm like, that's not the fucking point here, man. And eventually another cop shows up and we all get let go. Uh, one of my buddies had a little pot on him. They ended up just stealing it because we went back to get it out of the dumpster and it was ripped out of the corner of the bag. But, uh, <laughs> it's great. Um, <laughs> But, and he was sitting there and he's like, look, man, when there's six of you and one of me, I got to take charge. I got to take charge of the situation because I want to wake up in the morning. And he goes on to tell us, he goes on to say, it's the same thing. I had to shoot a bitch back in March. And we're like, whoa, dude, like, what the fuck? Are you implying that you were about to shoot us? Yeah, yeah, no shit. What the fuck is going on here? Wow. It's just, he was one of those guys. He was an intimidator. He was, you guys don't belong here. What the fuck are you doing here? Like, dude, we're just, like, riding these skateboards, the tennis court's smooth, like, whatever. Like, what's the big fucking deal here? Right. Ugh. But, uh. Some of them, some of them are just messed up, man. Yeah. Some are just uh, messed up. But, running you know, people like that in every profession, but, 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 I guess. But, and here, here too, man, now cops are getting killed more, too. Are they? Yeah. All right. I mean, recently these cops have been. If you saw, was it yesterday? I was watching TV, and there's like three cops in this city or somewhere in uh, St. Louis. Cops are getting ki- shot and killed. At like, I mean, I guess two wrongs don't make a right. Like everything needs to fucking change. You know what I'm saying? But like, 
shooting back at them is going to make them more willing to shoot at you. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. You know, there's no wrongs. There's no rights. Oh, it's like it's I stated at the beginning, you know, I'm, it's the violence. The violence in this right. country is nothing new. It's not fucking going anywhere anytime right. soon either. Right. If you think it is, then you need to wake up. I don't know what the clear answer is. I don't know if there it's, is It's one. weird. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, if we know that's an issue. We know that's a problem, right? So, like, just try not to do bad. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it is what it is. And if you get into that situation, just be like, I, I don't know. I don't know how to act. I, well, it's parenting, too. Kids need to be taught how to act around police officers right. and other people in society in right. general. I go, any, anybody can do a better job at right. interacting with other people. It's anybody. Just, it's just, I, I just see more and more shit going wrong because cops are on the defensive. People are on the defensive. And so you get the two people on the defensive together. What's going to happen? Something that shouldn't, you know, and, and it's just, it's sad. It's just sad. That's why everything just needs a big revamp. Hopefully there are steps that can be taken within communities. And I think that's what the players are advocating for is for more people to get involved and take steps in communities to try to make things just a little different. Right. Hopefully over time, things can change. Things can get better for everybody. I don't want to sit here and talk about this much more, you know? Yeah, sure. I kind of said yeah. everything I wanted to say and, you guys have put your input in. We can move on. I mean, let's just not forget it. Just because we're not talking about it. I don't know how to transition off of that. <laughs> I guess. I, like Now I'm like, I feel bad. Like, I feel shitty. And I don't want to fucking feel bad and shitty. I want to have fucking fun. Well, down that drink and get another one and get me one. and then You want a Corona? Uh, uh, or a Budweiser? I'll take a Budweiser. Actually, no, I'll take a Corona. Yeah. It, whatever you don't want. Life's a beach. Do you have a bottle opener? No, but I have a your lighter right over there. I can use. You know how to get it off? Yeah, with the lighter. All right. And you know what? This is really nice here. We'll transition this way. I ended up uh, coming in here in my birthday koozies. Yeah. Just sitting here on the table. So now I got a koozie to use. Yeah. It's right there. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> you guys are getting crazy. <laughs> I'm trying. Hey, I'm, I'm trying to, dude. I it's been a, a rough fucking week, you know. I right, dude, tell me about it, man. I could barely time. walk this morning when I got out of bed. You get some new shoes to work with, dude. I buy new shoes like every three fucking months to work. Do you? Yeah, it's my ankles. I have really bad ankle pain and swelling, and uh, I don't. I don't know if that's from years of skateboarding or what. No, you're just old, man. Yeah. So what? So what happened? You buy new shoes and you can't walk on them, or what? What's up? No, like I, I, they feel good for a little while, but then I just get this soreness. It's like if as soon as I get off of my feet, or sometimes a lot of times while I'm still on them, but I can like kind of stretch it a little bit, try to ease the pain. Mm. But as soon as I sit down for let's say five minutes, when I get back up, it's like everything is locked up, like from my feet to my calves. Shit starts popping. Well, it's crazy. Have, have you have you had have you seen uh I've got these pair of uh oh, what the hell are they called ballet shoes Crocs oh Crocs and they're not like the typical Crocs you see out there with like the the toes the the, the shell toe whatever yeah. and these are just like look like sand ducks or like sandal looking things man the most comfortable shoe I've ever had in my entire life 
It's I'm walking on air yeah. in these things. I have no arch in my foot. Mm. That's part of the problem. I Speaking think. of air, I rewatch. I've been rewatching the uh, Jordan, Jordan Doc, the Jordan documentary because now it's on uh, Netflix. So I've been watching that. And anyways, I was listening to some sports talk on the way into work this morning, and this guy compared the Utah Denver series right now that we're seeing to the Phoenix Bulls. See, uh, series in the 90s, hmm. in 93. He said it was so good because you had the best of them. Right now, you don't have, like, the superstar superstars. Like, you do, but you can see Donovan Mitchell and your C and uh, Jamal Murray come into their own. Mm-hmm. So they're, like, becoming a Jordan and a Barkley or whatever, you know? Mm. Yeah, it's definitely, a, like, the Denver-Utah series is definitely the I new think it's age the, I think it's the best one. I think it's the best one. I think that you're just watching just people coming to their own and two up-and-coming teams, and I really like Utah. It's, Even though Utah was a sixth seed, by the way. It's it's the new new age guys, for sure. You and I, well, let's see. Who do you think will win? I picked Utah out of that, didn't I? You said you want to see them win. Uh-huh. You want to see Utah win. You didn't pick a who do you think will win. Josh picked Denver. I picked Denver. Bo, who'd you pick? Uh, in Utah, Denver? Yeah. I have to go back and look. I probably picked, I think I probably picked Utah. He didn't actually state on the podcast which team he wanted to see win. Or which team he thought would win. I thought it was the best series and thought it would be basically a toss-up, which it's kind of going towards. Yeah. We thought uh, I mean, I, series, I like the Denver team, oh. but I also like want to see Conley win. Yeah, that's true, too. You know, a lot of people from Memphis are saying that their team, they wanted uh, Dallas to win. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I mean, I want Houston to win because that's where I used to live, so I'll rock Houston. But the <laughs> other one, I want Utah to win because I like Conley. Yeah, and I like their coach. Their coach was like a villain in a Batman movie. <laughs> Dallas Clippers was pretty good. Um, Dallas just imploded, though. That that ended up being a lackluster finish to that series. Yeah. Started out so positive, dude. Luca is the man, hands down. Do you think he's going to win an MVP in his career? I don't see why he couldn't. It just depends yeah, on what goes on around him. I mean, as long as Giannis is in the league. <laughs> tough i'm telling you i love like what's going on with donovan mitchell and uh with jamal murray i love it dude just watching these guys come into every single game like just playing their ass off you know and they don't want to lose they don't want to give up that's a fire i don't think i've seen in a long time from a lot of players mm-hmm. you know i you got the Kawhi leonard's i, I you already know i don't like jimmy butler I mean, I think it, I think well, I think it's his attitude. I, I look at certain people and their attitude, and I'm like, I can respect their craft, I get it, but some of their attitudes, like, nah, man, they don't have that fire. And I don't really dig people like that. You know, you have all this in, in the world, and you can have it by if you want it. Like, don't try that hard. Come on, man. So it's good to watch these two guys going out there every day, 40, 50. Like, no, it's been very entertaining, and uh, like I said, Game Seven is tomorrow. We'll be watching. I'm gonna watch. I'm going to try to get some good notes on it. And yeah, it's, I'm looking forward to Game 7. Yeah. Aside from that, one thing that was interesting while we're talking about it is that uh, OKC's Dennis Schroeder was fined 25 Gs for making contact to the groin area of Rockets forward P.J. Tucker. That's right. Get, get him out of the game. P.J. also got fined 25 Gs for approaching Schroeder and making contact with him and escalating 
the altercation. He's not a punk. He's not a punk. So they both got to, hopefully that won't be suspensions. You know, I'd like to see the NBA go away from suspending guys in the playoffs. Like, let's just hit, maybe just raise the fines, like, more often and higher fines to really Ooh, that's pretty good. make them not want to do shit like this. I agree to that. I don't like the suspensions, though. Or at least have, like, a playoff, like, suspension review panel where, it, you know, okay, well, that was really egregious. They do deserve to be suspended. Yeah, a guy like literally punches another guy straight in the face. Yeah. Okay. But like letter of the law suspension in this in the playoffs is not is not okay. But yeah. like I mean the game's kind of evolved to a certain point, you know? Like the play of it, like the Euro step. That's that's come into it a little bit, you know. Some of these uh picks and some of these charges are questionable as well. Yeah. That's why they had to throw the circle in there that has you know. Yeah. I mean, so the whole game's evolved, but mm-hmm. it's always evolving. Mm. that's the great thing about the nba is they're not scared of change that typically yeah like they'll grow 24 second shot clock we'll do 10 deal with it <laughs> it's adam silver 10 second shot let's clock. go for the last two minutes of every quarter it goes down to a 12 second shot clock i would i mean if they weren't so worried about scoring in the nba i would like to see the shot clock go up to be longer like 30 seconds 30 second shot clock yeah it goes by so fast sometimes. Yeah. If they if it's hard to get the ball up the court and then you've got sixteen seconds, mm-hmm. so by the time you get something going, I mean, if anything happens defensively, a football gets loose or anything, it's shot clock violation city. I don't know. Sometimes uh, it looks like it just goes a little fast, but that's what they want. They want it to be fast. I mean, I I dig it. Yeah. I'd love it. It would be like baseball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too, when you're at the game. I mean, you could miss a whole play so easily just because it goes by so fast. If you're looking at it, looking around or if you're trying to get the beer vendor's attention or something, like, right. you can miss so much of the game. It's, you know, when you're at a game, it feels like it's shorter than if you watch it on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at base, and when you're watching a baseball game, you have like time to absorb what happened and kind of talk about what's going on in the game. Mm-hmm. When you're at an NBA game, there's hardly any time to talk about what's going on yeah. because there's a play is going on, like a players a play is happening. Same with football. Yeah, football's got a little time in between. Yeah, plays. D- yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, but a little. They have like 35 seconds or something. Don't yeah, they? yeah. A play clock. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> But I thought that was good that the uh, league chose to just find those guys for that. I'd like to see more of that. Let me ask you this. What do you think about, uh, speaking of finding people, what about the Clippers and... Uh, Marcus Morris? Marcus Morris. But what do you think about the Clippers? How, how do you think they're going to do? Do you expect them to roll? Did we all expect them to roll? I think so. I mean, I've got them... But what are the Clippers going to do? I've got them winning a the whole damn thing. Remember? I, I picked them to win the whole thing. I think they're going to beat whoever's... In the next round, just because Luca, I mean Luca is awesome, and he's kind of a one man show. What's going on, like right. with the Denver Utah series on either end, though. Though I think the Denver and Utah both are deeper, and Rudy Gobert is, and Jokic. I mean that that'd be an interesting matchup because Porzingis was giving the Clipper the Clippers problems. Mm-hmm. I think they'll. I think the Clippers will win that series, and then it'll be a fun Western Conference Finals. Yeah. Since last week, the Lakers went ahead and beat Portland 4-1. Milwaukee beat Orlando 4-1. The Lakers versus Houston is probably going to be the matchup. I don't think Oklahoma is going to get it. 
Oklahoma's down two games to three to Houston. Uh, I could be wrong, but I don't know what Houston is going to do about Anthony Davis. Just let him get his 50 points, I guess. Yeah, you, yeah. I yeah. Know. Just try to outshoot him from three. You're going to have to. Yeah. That's the only way you're going to win. See, that's the problem about playing like that. I, th- I, I still think that you have to have a guy down low. And I mean, but then again, you look at Draymond Green, and he, he was down there with – they had some big dude down there, didn't they? Did that JaVale McGee. Yeah, you have to have somebody like that. Houston just doesn't have that person, man. Uh-huh. No, they went away from it to really focus on the three-point shooting and high pace. Seven seconds or less. Three. Go. The Clippers versus Utah or Denver will be good. Lakers, Houston, like, Laddie will probably watch. I probably won't watch too many of those games. Miami, Milwaukee, all these second rounds look good. Boston, Toronto. Dude, you know what? Let me talk about that for a second. Well, the, do you think you know that the Rockets Thunder series is not over yet? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it is. We just want to make them feel It's good. not over yet. Whatever. It's all over. Houston they did blow them out last game, but I'm not counting out Chris Paul. No. Right. No, I mean, it's not over yet. But And I don't mean to jump the gun or anything. Like, consider anybody a winner, but. Uh, let me let me let me ask you about this. Do you think Boston stole that game against the Raptors? Because nobody saw that that was going to happen. They nobody. got up. They got up early. They got up like twenty points early in the game. Man, they kept it. Yeah. That I, I didn't see that. But what do you think about that? Well, Van Fleet shot ten percent from the field. Oh no, they couldn't make a shot though. They couldn't make a shot. But what was that, Bo? I did not watch that game as early in, <laughs> on a Sunday. Yeah. With. Everybody, everybody at home in my house. I can't. I was like, "That's not happening." Fire up that league pass, son. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did watch the game last night. Well, so. after you knew the outcome, you probably was no point of watching it. Yeah. And I guess was... I could have. I could have gone and read the, the Raptors, beat writer, and see what he said. And then I could say, "Well, the Raptors beat writer said that." Blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> yeah. You could have. But you didn't. No, um, did not. All right. So I think Boston-Toronto ends up being like a seven-game series. I hope so. Boston-Toronto? Yeah. Yeah, I hope so too. I want Boston to win. Didn't I have Boston win that one? I would love to see Boston win that. Milwaukee-Miami too. I think they just beat up on each other and play, try to one-up each other game after game after game. This is going to prove to me if I was underrated about uh, Miami all year long. Yeah. If they win two games, then I was wrong about Miami. I just don't think they nah, they had a good enough team to get there. They're definitely uh remind me of like the Spurs ten years ago or something where people just weren't paying much attention to them. Right. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it was. I wasn't paying any attention to them. And they're better than people think. They're better than what their national coverage is. You know, they're under the radar. Mm-hmm. I think they're an under-the-radar team. I don't know if they're – I don't – honestly, I wouldn't think they're good enough to beat Milwaukee, but it'll be interesting to see. I think Milwaukee wins there. I'm torn between Boston and Toronto. You know, I've always said I think Boston can go to the finals. That was before Gordon Hayward got hurt. Right. Anybody want to take a pick on uh, Miami-Milwaukee on any of these Eastern Conference Second rounds that are already set and ready to go. Milwaukee, Miami, Boston, Toronto. I think Milwaukee wins in six. I think Miami gets two games. Oh, Bo takes Milwaukee six. 
Laddie, you want to comment on that one? Hmm. Milwaukee in five. All right. That's your Jimmy Butler hate coming out. That's yeah. right. That's right. Butler. He just basically said what Bo said and said, uh, they'll, they'll win one less game. Yeah. They'll only win one Yeah, game. pretty much. All yeah, right. And fuck Jimmy Butler. <laughs> I'll take, I'm going to say Milwaukee in seven. All right. All right. All right. Let's go that's, to, yeah. That's, the, that's a lot of, a lot of outcomes. The, the reason I think it'll be seven is because it'll just be like, okay, we have to win this one. Okay, we have to win this one. And it'll just go back and forth. I think both of those teams are like that, where it'll just be like juggernaut games. Mm. I don't know. I could be way off. I could be over. I could be giving Miami too much credit, but some, some folks out there are saying Miami can win. I don't know about that. Well, They're saying I don't, it. I don't, well, They're saying it. Jimmy Butler what they're saying tyler hero right duncan robinson yeah they got a good team gordon Dragic is that his name mm-hmm. yeah he's yeah. good they got some players man bam he's a baller yeah you know i just and you, then they got the, all those bench guys like crowder right no i love crowder solo solo i just so think it's so <laughs> weird now they they fly <laughs> under the radar so so long <laughs> <laughs> you like that one. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Miami's yeah, they're they're a modern. Yeah, yeah. They got solo and crowder. Where's where's uh Justice Winslow at? That's right, he's at home rehabbing. <laughs> you know what happened last time Miami stole a bunch of players from Memphis? They won a championship. They won a fucking championship. <laughs> yeah, I remember That's that. That's true. Jason Jason Williams, Jay Posey. Will Posey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Antoine Walker to the the Heat. The Heat the Grizzlies traded Andre Emmett, James Posey, mm-hmm. and Jason Williams to the Heat. Grizzlies traded Greg Ostertag to the Jazz. What? What came back to Memphis? Nothing? They got the rights to Raul Lopez. Isn't that how we got Eddie Jones? So the Grizzlies the did trade the Grizzlies did trade for Eddie Jones in two thousand five. And then in two thousand seven the Grizzlies waived Eddie Jones and then he re signed with the Heat. And then it that that's how that went down. Yeah, the Heat got Antoine Walker from Boston. Yeah. It was like a three-team deal. Yeah. And the Grizzlies got draft rights to Roberto Duanez. <laughs> uh, after that, we started messing around with uh, some players, right? Wouldn't Conley come out of the next draft? That was the, the Michael Heisley three-year plan was the Conley draft. <laughs> what was the three-year plan? I know that to was get to, the, to the playoffs. I know uh, Andre Emmett ended up getting a ring. Did he not? Probably. Because he played on that Miami team. You know, I think he's dead. He is young. Yeah, he. Uh, that was Eddie Jones got traded to Memphis in that deal. Mm-hmm. Did you already say that? Yeah. I forgot why yeah. we were talking about that. Oh yeah, because it, that would be this would be the second time that Memphis role players got traded to Miami. Traded some players to Miami and then they won a championship. Right, right, right. Be like, hey, no more trades, Miami. <laughs> Ever again. Yeah. We we got on this tangent because of Solo. <laughs> solo. Solo, get in there. Solo, get in there and guard Giannis. Look. Give us four fouls, Solo. 
So this it says the NBA warns families in or in Orlando no cussing at bubble games, and it says of course there's been a lot of games have been a lot more quiet without the fans during the restart in Orlando with hot mics picking up some not so nice words during action. We're looking at you, Carmelo Anthony. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But also, this is the families, too. So, And it says they sent out the memo Monday telling the owners and senior executives to remind their guests, keep it PG for the love of God. Said so you're at Disney World. <laughs> but this is what's funny is this. It says the memo prohibits the bad language or objectionable language, as well as stepping onto the court mid-game. So if you put something of that in there, that means it must have happened. You know what I'm saying? A player? <laughs> Somebody, yeah. Stepping onto the court? Some, yeah, does absolutely that, right. Does that have something to do with, like, LeBron or something? I don't know, but it says Didn't as he? well as stepping onto the court mid-game. So somebody walk, was walking on the court yeah. while it's going on. Yeah. That's hilarious, dude. Keep your family at home. Or if they're there, just make sure they don't walk onto the court. Yeah, what are you doing? Getting concessions? What are you? <laughs> I'm not sure who that's written to. They just said they just wrote the memo and they sent it out to everybody. To everybody, the players or yeah, it says now that their loved ones in the stands, okay. the league sent out a memo a memo on Monday to everybody. Okay, to the owners and the get mm-hmm. to remind their guests. Gotcha. <laughs> Don't be, All right, you can't be walking up here. We we're playing a game. <laughs> Y'all acting crazy. Come on now. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Act like you've been there before. <laughs> situation, huh? <laughs> I'm going to go sit over here. You can't walk across. We're playing a game. Right. Yeah, whatever. I bet it'd feel, because I bet, like, while you're in there, it feels like a gym. Right. You know? Yeah, it's it's gym ball, for sure. All right, where were we with the picks? Let's move to Boston, Toronto, since those are second-round set. Start with Bo. As much as I, I want to see Tor- Toronto win, yeah. All right. I'll, I'll go. I'll go against my instincts. I'll say Toronto in six. All right, buddy. Oh, I say Boston in six. I think that. Yeah, I think that's right, laddie. <laughs> I, I think Boston. Sw- I think Boston got one on them. And I mean, just because their shooting was bad, I think that that's one that they shouldn't have won. I think they would have lose the series. But now I think they may win the series, and everything may change for them, knowing that they can beat them. Mm-hmm. My bracket's already busted because I had Portland going to the Western Conference Finals. Oh, my God. So I'm going to stick with my cut, not my bracket. Boston in seven. Okay. Because I think Boston, uh, Marcus Smart, that's why. Marcus Smart. He's going to mess up Van Fleet. Marcus Smart's having a career year. One of my favorite players in the league. A great Late sleeper fantasy basketball pick. <laughs> I had him one year. Yeah, but you, you didn't have him this year. If you had him this year, you were stoked. Oh, he's wow. playing the best of his career. And he's still getting him steals and whatnot. Yeah, I'm going to leave it to Kimball Walker and Marcus Smart. I think, I think they're a good Jason team. Tatum, Jalen yeah. Brown, Carson Edwards from Purdue. He hasn't played in the second round yet. But. I'm telling you, I don't think they need Hay- Gordon Hayward. I don't think they need him. I know they're better with him on the court. Absolutely. But I don't think they need him. Daniel Dice is a good serviceable big man. Gets it gets it done enough, you know? He's probably he's not as good as Mark Gasol, but I mean how good is Mark Gasol anymore? He can't get up and down the court, it seems like. I don't know what is he's going on. He's getting that weight back, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, Boston. In my bracket, 
I went so fucking away from my true beliefs. I started picking wildly. I have Toronto in the bracket is what I'm trying to say. But I'm going with Boston now. This is what I thought was what I proclaimed before the playoff start was the Clippers Boston finals. And I'm going to stick into it. Damn it. Damn it. There you go. You should. Um, I guess we kind of already talked about series we're going to be excited about. I, you guys know that Boston Toronto is the one that I'm super stoked on. Mm-hmm. I wish I could watch all these games. It might be a little easier because we w- we are going from having four games a day to going to having two games a day, sometimes one game a day. I'm not sure. The schedules haven't been released because everything's not set yet. But uh, looking forward to watching some shooty hoops. I've got this one thing, you know, does anybody have anything they want to add before I get into like pretty much the last thing? Uh, yeah, I was going to say, uh, if you have not seen Cobra Kai yet, it is on Netflix. Go watch Cobra Kai. Do yeah. You know what that's about? Cobra Kai is awesome. Didn't we already talk about that on this podcast? I don't know. I think like fucking no. 20 episodes ago or something. I don't know. It's on Netflix now though. Uh, we did, well, but please, now it's on Netflix. Do what? I think we may have brought it up, but now it's on Netflix is what he's saying. Yeah, it's, oh, on, yeah. Ne- yeah, it's on Netflix. I didn't watch the other, like on the other, whatever. But now it's on a Netflix. I watched one of them yesterday, and I was like, oh, this is good. Just one episode? Yeah, it was late. How? It was late. So I was like, oh, I'm going to start early another day, and I'm going to finish it off. I think. Yeah, that's binge shit for sure. Yeah, it's real good. Yeah. I, I didn't think it was going to be that good. Oh, my God, it's great. Yeah, so It gets better, too. I know. That's what I heard. I can't wait to... Uh, so... True story. There's a guy who used to work at Atlantic Records. He was a record rep. Anyway, he looks just like Johnny. <laughs> exactly like this dude. Okay? So when we go out and do places, I would introduce him as Johnny from Karate Kid. <laughs> Man, he probably got more pictures with everybody than I've ever seen, dude. Just be like, you know what this is, right? They're like, you look like the guy on Karate Kid. I'm like, that's him. So I never even lied to him, you know. I just said, do you know who this is? But it's pretty fun. Fun stuff. Impersonating. False. Identity theft is not a joke. Oh, fuck that. That's hilarious. <laughs> All right. Well, what has happened so far is that Indiana fired their head coach. Philly fired their head coach. Chicago just overhauled their entire upper management i believe they're looking for a head coach you got the nets are looking for a head coach there's a lot of vacancies and a lot of unknowns dean tony's on the last year of his contract if houston gets knocked out in the first round there's no way he comes back i think Adam, i don't know anything for sure i'm just speculating so chicago might be looking to make some moves you know the warriors have that first round pick and they have Andrew Wiggins' contract that they can trade for something big. They got the second overall pick. They're trying. There's been a lot of talk of them moving it. Whether or not that's them trying to throw people off or if it's real, who knows. But I had a couple trade pr- proposals. Okay. I want to see what you guys think. The first one that I thought of, could the Warriors go after Kevin Love from Cleveland? Remember they almost traded Clay Thompson for... Kevin Love at one point. Do you guys remember mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. All right. What if they traded Wiggins back to Cleveland where he was drafted for Kevin Love and Cleveland gets that number two draft pick? What do you think about that? I mean, if you're Cleveland, I think you do it. I don't know. 
does Kevin Love? Well, I mean, he's on the same timeline as those Warriors guys. Mm-hmm. And he adds shooting and rebounding and. Yeah, it's not all. a bad dig. You have to give him a draft pick, right? Yeah, I think uh, the Warriors would have to send a pick. Maybe they could get a pick back. Swap a pick swap. Mm-hmm. Maybe I like that one for the Warriors. Kevin Love is a three point shooter. And He's not going to win with Cle- win a ring with Cleveland. He definitely wants to get out of Cleveland. Yeah. So if he forces, LeBron's like, "Come on over here and play with me." He's like, yeah, "Sucker." Yeah. <laughs> you guys think that one's okay, huh? Yeah, that could work. I could see that happening. I think Kevin Love has got like at least three really good years left in him. Yeah, I think he's still got some game. Yeah, I mean he's he's still injury prone, whatever. But I think he's 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 good, even if he comes off the bench. But you get him with a s- squad like that, I think you're right. I think he, they could do yeah. some damage. You plug him right in. Another one was Golden State trading Andrew Wiggins and the pick to Chicago for Zach Levine. So picture Zach Levine stepping into that Warriors lineup. This guy's already getting thirty points a game. Yeah, he just adds athleticism mm-hmm. shooting i've always liked zach levine um, yeah he's good he needs to get out of chicago for sure some old chicago might be looking to overhaul their roster a little bit with new management in and what's better than a number two overall draft pick to kind of get the ball rolling in that direction i don't know i mean i i just i don't know yeah i think uh chicago might go for that um zach levine like I said, I've I've always been a fan of his game, and now he's he's shooting the ball pretty well. I could see him fitting in with the Warriors. But what do you think? I think, if, I guess, if their short term goal is to win a championship, then they should just go in and get another veteran. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they should look at all those options and internally have discussions about what veteran can we get for this pick, and you know, get and flip that Wiggins contract for that pick. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think those are all. It all sounds reasonable and something that they should probably consider. Um, Levine, I mean, golly, athleticism and ball handling and and him cutting to the basket with Clay and Steph out there. That's crazy. <laughs> that could be really fun to watch. That would be something and, else. You know, I, don't, I, I may not do the love trade. I'd probably rather do someone in Levine's age mm-hmm. just to get a younger player in there. Okay. I mean, yeah, but I don't think that you know once Steph and Clay and Draymond once their wheels fall off, that you know thirty-year-old Zach Levine's going to lead them to the promised land. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. These are just kind of a couple things I thought of over the week. I start looking at coaches getting fired, and I start looking at upper management going through changes, and I immediately start thinking about like possible deals that could go down when a coach. Yeah, leaves, Levine, yeah. he might not be happy. In Chicago. Right. Not 100% sure on that. It doesn't look like, I mean, who wants to spend their prime years going through a rebuild? Mm, Chicago looks headed for a total rebuild. Another situation that stuck out to me was, so if Houston gets knocked out of this first round or maybe even in the second round, D'Antoni's days could be up. I don't know. I think it's possible. And then you have... Phillies coach Brett Brown that just got fired. So maybe a deal between those two. What does Philly need? What does Houston need? Well, if Houston brings in a new coach, I think they're going to want to go away from the tiny ball 
They're going to want a big man. Mm-hmm. If Philly feels like they can't win with Embiid, perhaps there's a swap there. And I work the old trade machine out a little bit. There would have to be a couple other players involved, but the main players in this deal would be uh, Embiid for Westbrook. So that gives Houston a solid big man to play with Harden, and they can build their roster around that. And what it gives Philly is then Philly can really build around Ben Simmons and Westbrook in the backcourt, I think. Ben Simmons played a little two-guard in, I think it was in the All-Star game, Uh and he looked fucking great. I like Ben Simmons at the two, and if you have a high enough caliber player like Westbrook at the one, then people can't complain that he's not playing point guard. Mm -hmm. Well, you have Westbrook. Or maybe they can both play combo guard and, you know, take turns bringing the ball up the court. Who fucking knows? I just don't know if Houston would do it. Yeah. I just don't know if Houston wants Embiid. I think that – I think his his injuries have been hurting him. And I think that's – he's good, but you just don't know what kind you're going to get. Yeah. I don't think you're going to get 100% Embiid, so... Well, I think it keeps you in the win-now <clears throat> conversation, too. Well, that is true, but, I mean, you got to make sure he's going to last. He's going to give you there's, 60 games. There's no guarantee on any player. That's that's true. That's Westbrook, I mean, look yeah. at Westbrook. Well, you're, you're right, on the same... Yeah, on the same flip side. In the side, first yeah. series. Yeah. He has only played one game out of five. Do you think Houston wins the next series? If they make it to the next series, do you think they win it without Westbrook? Well, he's he's playing now. He played the last game on a minute restriction. Right. Let's say he gets I think hurt. they need him. Yeah, I think they definitely need him, yeah. You can't have a 30-something million dollars on your cap and, and then uh, have nothing to return for it and expect it to be just as good right. as any other team that is spending all of their money mm-hmm. <laughs> and has the players. What do you think, Bo? I don't know if I like the fit of Westbrook and Simmons together. Neither the two of the biggest criticisms for both those players is they're not good shooters, and then your two best players are, are non shooters mm-hmm. in a league that's gone like All full shooting. three point shooting. Mm-hmm. Well, you go hire Mark Price. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You can just fix it, right? Yeah, you just fix it. Mike Conley fixed his shot. Fix it. Fucking fix. I don't it. know if I'm crazy, and, and I'm not convinced that. I mean, you just said that if Houston doesn't get out of the first round, but you've already said that Houston's getting out of the first round. Yes. So I don't know yet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if if uh, Houston. I don't know if that saves D'Antoni's job getting beat by the Lakers or Oklahoma. I don't know, dude. I don't. I think that his time might be up. Why didn't he already get extended? Why doesn't he have a new contract already? Because they got new ownership, and that new ownership is has all has all his money's in the restaurant industry. So what are they going to do? Not ex- they're going to do the Michael Heisley thing, bring in the next Lionel Hollins for two million, the the coach's minimum, whatever that is. Hmm. No, I don't know that, but I just don't think they see any reason to extend extend him right now. He probably mm-hmm. wants a bunch of money. So they'll probably go in a different direction and. They'll need a more traditional lineup. I just, uh, you know, I'm just throwing these things out there. Yeah, no, I, can, I, I can dig it. Yeah, and I mean, you know, the one thing you just keep forgetting, guys, is that somewhere out there looking for a job is Steve Van Gundy. Yeah. <laughs> He's out there doing something. Steve Van Gundy. Well, I think Van Steve Van Gundy needs to start um, 
play-by-player TV for a team, and then he can kind of work his way in. Yeah, right. it's, he's definitely not getting the attention that his brothers get, <laughs> except he's for not, on this podcast. He's not getting the attention that Steve Van Gundy deserves. It's maybe true. That's pretty much it for me, guys. Anybody got anything uh, coming up this week they're looking forward to? Just game seven tomorrow night. Game seven tomorrow night. Game seven tomorrow night. We try to go to the movies again this weekend. The kids don't start distance learning for another week, so that's exciting. Distance learning. Yeah. Learning from home. So they're not going to be in the classrooms. No, not start it. Not to start out anywhere in the school, or do they give them the option? There's no the whole St. Paul Public Schools is no. virtual to start. Hey, I'd like to hear people call in what they think about my trades. Yeah. That's that would be fun to listen to what people have thought about them. So that, you know, call in. What's the phone number? It's 901 365 Give us a call. Tell me how shitty my trades are. Do, 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 call. Laddie's going to go back to the movies. I think I'm going to go. I'm going to go back to the movie. Dude, I had an awesome time, man. Actually, I went to, we had like date night. Went to Hibachi. I haven't been to Hibachi in forever. You went out to eat and then went into a movie theater. Yeah. We students just asking for it. Man, I've, are you kidding me? I've got so many masks and hand sanitizer and crap up in this bag over here, dude. I'm, man, I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm telling you, I, I, I get it. You've but got it all figured out. Hell yeah, at least I'm trying to. Uh-huh. <laughs> but the one thing about it is that the hibachi joint, they separate you. So like you're on one side, you're on some one side. It's all social distancing, you know? Uh-huh. So it's pretty good. But you're all breathing over the same food. <laughs> pretty hey, much. The, the, vent, the vent hood's on. Come sure, on now. vent hood. Yeah, it's all right. It's fine. I'm sure it's fine. Hey, man. I'm not eating out. I've eaten out one and a half times. No way. I've gotten to go food a lot, but I've sat in a restaurant and right. ate one and a half times since fucking, I don't know, March. Really? Yeah. Wow. And one time it was because it was like a really nice steak dinner. So <laughs> right. It's like a nice place. And the other time it was we were drinking and we got an appetizer. <laughs> <laughs> They asked you to they asked you to eat something. You have to order food. You can't just sit here and drink. Yeah. It's, it's not allowed. Yeah. <laughs> Sir, do you mind eating something? All right. Well, I guess that's it, guys. Yeah. All right. Thank you everybody for listening. Bo, thanks for coming uh back on and not yeah. you know, just leaving us. Hey, I, I, if you can't go on vacation, someone has to. Yeah, you can have all my vacation days. They're mean, they're worthless. Yeah, yeah. They don't come with pay. That Lad, sucks. Laddie, thanks for coming in. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. Like I tried to the other week and just didn't work out, but. Uh, no big deal. No, man. We had fun last week. We're going to have to do that again sometime. <laughs> Actually, I think I've got a new guy lined up for next week, but I don't want to say it for sure because I don't know. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so don't be surprised if there's somebody new on for next week. And uh, I want to do another night pod. So do it night on a weekend. Do like a Friday or, uh, Friday or Saturday night. That would be fun because then we all don't have to. Well, 
dude, I'm not available Friday or Saturday night. I know, but I work in a fucking restaurant. <laughs> I know, but I shoot, I want to do it. <laughs> I'm thinking about me, okay? I'm not Actually, I thought maybe you probably would be like the last one that would want to do it because you're always going out on Friday and Saturday nights. I mean, I, fucking social butterfly. Over I, well, here. I'm not. I'm not going out. Me and me and my girl really don't go out. We we'll basically go get to go food and bring it back, you know. But um. Is she going to be okay with you doing a three-hour podcast Saturday night? She's going to have to be. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, she will. She's fine. Sure. Yeah, Just uh, sit in my chair while I do this podcast. She can come join. She won't know anything about it. She'll play on Facebook. But it's... All right. No. Sounds terrible. Sounds horrible. I All don't. right. Well, hey, everybody, keep your hands clean. Wear your masks. Thanks for listening. Night, night. You don't understand. I ain't scared of you, motherfuckers.